Hi, I'm Jacqueline Brown, and you're listening to Mental Health and Me. I have anxiety and depression, and I've been suffering from these two illnesses for years. Through this podcast, I am sharing my journey along with practical self-care and wellness tips to help other mental health sufferers and their loved ones cope. I hope you'll join me. Hello, and welcome to the Mental Health and Me podcast. In the past couple of weeks, I spent a lot of time juggling. As a mom and the only driver in the house, this is a given. I'm used to being the chauffeur and being responsible for getting my kids to all their extracurricular activities. I'm also used to utilizing my pockets of time to do things for me. For example, the only time I get to read is while my kids are at their swimming lessons or when my daughter is at her gymnastics practice. She doesn't like when I watch her anyway, so it's okay for me to just find a corner and read my book. These past two weeks, however, I had to create more pockets of time. There was a summit that I really wanted to be a part of, and this summit hosted 12 live webinars, each a minimum of one hour, but many running closer to two. I watched them all, and then I watched all of the recorded versions as well, some of them more than once. There was so much information to retain. I wrote notes over and over. I paused and played and was simply blown away with the course content. All told, I probably spent about 35 plus hours over the course of 12 days watching these webinars. And that's in addition to my day job and my mom job and my chauffeur job. I found 35 hours of pockets and I'm telling you, at the end of those 12 days, I slept for at least 12 hours. I needed a break, and so I took a break, and now I'm feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to go. This summit inspired me to become a wellness coach, to put lessons and courses out there in order to better serve my community of mentally ill people, more specifically, people who struggle with anxiety and depression. I'd like to call this holistic health as opposed to just mental health, because it's all combined. You have to better the whole package if you expect to see results. Mental, physical, and spiritual states all have to be aligned, mind, body, and soul. The way I see it is, you can have the best body in the world, physically in shape, eating the best foods and running marathons while lifting weights, but if you don't take care of your brain and your heart, you will still be unhappy. You can be in love, have a spouse, have the best dog or any other pet, and be, for all intents and purposes, happy. But if you don't take care of your body or your soul, you will suffer. You have to take care of the whole package and it's never just a one and done. You have to work at it. My journey with mental health improvements and my struggles with it, I have learned and I am still learning how to improve all areas. I'm learning what to eat, how to work out so that it benefits me, and how to fill up my soul, and most importantly, how all of these things impact my mental state. I'll add here that when I say fill up my soul, I'm not talking about religion. For some, religion is the answer, and it's a great way to get your soul to a place of bliss. It's not in my wheelhouse, though, and I'm not equipped to teach that. What I would like to teach, for example, is the power of meditation or simply going on nature walks. There are so many techniques you can use to calm yourself, breathe, and focus on the inside. As I work towards becoming a wellness coach, I will certainly follow up on these things along with best practices for nutrition, exercise, and coping with mental illnesses. 
lots to come and more in the future. But I've learned what I've learned from watching 35 plus hours on how to become a teacher or or course instructor is that I have to, you know, do videos. And now that I now I think I'll be okay with video screen sharing, you know, where I share my desktop and walk through a presentation of some kind. But I will also need to show my face. And if you've been following my previous podcasts, you'll know what a struggle this is. It's not even that I don't like my face or that I have insecurities around how I look. I'm just not used to watching me present. So in order to practice for being on camera, I've decided to start answering emails with a video. This has been a fun but daunting experience already. Eventually, I'll work my way up to Facebook Lives and someday soon I'll be able to put lessons together. The confidence will come. It will take a lot of awful recordings, but eventually they will get better. And I'm not striving for perfection. I'm simply striving for completion. Can I successfully create videos without having panic attacks? Will I learn to be comfortable? Will I be okay with the end result, even knowing that my videos are not perfect? Once I get good at this practice, I may even start embedding the videos into blog posts on my site, www.mentalhealthandme.ca. But it all starts with practice. I can sit here and talk about videos and never actually do them. I will never get anywhere and none of my goals will be met if I can't face my fears and press record. Would you like to help me practice? Are you okay with seeing me nervous, the quiet me, the me who is desperately trying to hide but putting herself out there anyways? If so, send me an email with a question or comment to Jacqueline at mentalhealthand.me and I will send you a quick video as a response. I can't promise to respond to every email this way, but I can promise to try. Things that might stay in my way are you know, checking my emails at 5.30 in the morning while the house is still asleep. I I don't really want to wake it up by doing a video. <laughs> um, me spending the whole day in pajamas with bed, head, and no makeup on. I, I don't really want to be in front of the camera when I look like that. Or, you know, my dogs barking in the background. And to be honest, I'm surprised they haven't yet during this podcast recording, but it does happen. Uh, perhaps another reason could just be that it's the time when the kids want to run wild in the room making it really difficult to focus. Yes, there are reasons, but I will try not to use them often. I will try to fight through it. And who knows, maybe at some point I won't even care that I've got frizzy hair and comfy clothes on. Maybe I'll send a video anyway, because I know that I need practice and a message is deeper than a person's appearance. The bottom line is, I can do this. If I can talk about mental health and promote ending the stigma, I can certainly do the same while also showing my face. And if I can do it, you can too. Let's talk about it. Thanks for listening to Mental Health and Me. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe. And if you feel it can help someone, please share with them. We don't have to struggle alone. Break the stigma surrounding mental health. Let's talk about it.